Welcome to a new episode of Mediterranean Sustainability Partners. I'm your host, Ellen Wasalina. This is the first episode of season three. Welcome to 2023. I have a very nice list of guests that I will be interviewing in 2023. And thank you for joining us from 62 countries and on five continents in English and French. In this episode, I will be interviewing Christian Schmitz, who is the CMO at DCX Rice Exchange and Fertilizer Exchange, founder at PDIE Group, official Earthshot Prize nominator, investor, Future Food Institute Japan senior advisor. And we will be um, talking with Christian in this episode in three segments as follows. In the first segment, I will talk to Christian about PDIE, Purpose Driven Innovation. And in segment two, I'll talk to him about Earthshot Prize nominations, nominating the brightest. And finally, in segment three, 4Rev's Africa Summit coming up in April, hoping to solve water, food, resource, climate, and energy challenges in Africa. Here is a short bio of Christian Schmitz. After a corporate career in large multinationals such as Bayer, BASF, Henkel, and German SME Holster Furniture, he established his boutique consulting firm Aventa to bridge Japan and Europe. Various experiences in the startup world, investing in startups, as well as running a global organization. He finally founded PDIE to build his own global network of purpose-driven entrepreneurs. And I might mention that Christian is based in Japan, and Japan ranks 28th out of the 62 countries that tune into our podcast. I do hope you'll join us for this very inspiring new episode in season three. Thank you for tuning in to Mediterranean Sustainability Partners. Welcome to a new episode of Mediterranean Sustainability Partners. This is season three, and I am so pleased to have on this first episode of my podcast, Christian Schmitz, speaking to us from Japan. Welcome, Christian. Thank you so much for having me uh, today or tonight. I mean, for you, it's afternoon, but uh, <laughs> here it's already nighttime. Okay, I'm so glad. And thank you again for taking the time, Christian. Uh, we're going to be talking about, in three segments, I'll just let our audience know what the segments are. So segment one, we're going to be talking about your organization PDIE in the first segment, Purpose Driven Innovation. In the second segment, we'll be talking about the Earthshot Prize and how you've nominated yet again a winner. We'll talk about that. And in the third segment, we're talking about 4Rev's Africa Summit coming up in April, where you are trying to address some of the water, food, resources, and climate energy challenges in Africa. Shall we get started? Fantastic. So, sounds right. like a plan, yeah. 
All right, so here we go. So in segment one then, uh, I'd like you to tell us just a little bit about what PDIE is. Now I've broken it down and you'll tell us about this maybe in three parts, PDIE Institute, PDIE Consulting and PDIE Ecosystem. So first of all, please introduce your organization to us, Christian. Great, so uh, what I always do in the beginning, uh, PDIE uh, stands for Purpose-Driven Innovation Ecosystem. Okay. So basically what we do is we build an ecosystem uh, and this comes from the um, uh, from Otto Schama's uh, Theory U. I don't know if you have heard about uh, Theory U. No. So basically uh, it's, it's the Presencing Institute at the MIT, which okay. Otto Schama founded and uh, Theory U is a, is a longer story, so I'm, I, I keep it short. Okay. But uh, it's basically about shifting from ecosystems to ecosystems. Okay. And uh, our current economy is, is an extractive economy uh, and it's based on ecosystems. And I just went to the World Economic Forum uh, in January and the topic was actually uh, collaboration in a fragmented world. Um, and people were speaking about uh, solving challenges in the world can only be possible with radical collaboration. And PDIE Group is building a global network uh, for innovators. Uh, we, we look at game changers from the different stakeholders. So uh, it's corporations, it's startups and it's investors. And we also work with universities and uh, research institutions. Uh, and sometimes with government. Okay, so you're really we, we digging basically in. focus on. Oh, so, sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> we focus so you're on. Uh, go ahead, go ahead, please. We focus on uh, four areas: uh, clean energy, uh, regenerative agriculture and food, uh, water, and circular economies. And then, uh, like you already mentioned, uh, we have uh, three pillars of our organization, the Institute, the PDIE Institute, the PDIE Consulting and uh, the PDIE Ecosystem. Yeah, oh, so that, that's... Would you like to explain a little bit about each maybe? What does the Institute do? Who are you working with? You said you're working with MIT. Uh, how about the consulting? What kind of services do you offer? And then this ecosystem, that ecosystem, please. <clears throat> right. So, um, first of all, the, the Institute uh, is uh, basically a think and do tank. We, co we call it a think and do tank. And uh, we, we inspire, we educate people and we create awareness. And uh, right. we uh, gather experts around uh, certain themes. Uh, for example, uh, we have something called the Future Lunch series. Uh, the next Future Lunch will be uh, on February 15th. Uh, the Future Lunch brings together a selected curated audience of maximum 12 to 15 people. And these 12 to 15 people really sit around a lunch table uh, and for two hours, basically. And uh, so we this have- So this is in Japan. Is, is this in Japan? The in, uh, we started in Japan, but the intention is to bring it also around the world. Uh, but you with, must with come to our... Paris. We must come to Paris. You, you yes. are completely right. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, and, I would uh, love that. I haven't I been to Paris for that. quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's a great idea and i, I can i can uh, maybe brush up my french again a little bit good so. <laughs> good yes. please continue yes. please continue so this lunch tell us about it mm. Yeah, so the next one, uh, I mean, we, we it's basically the future of X. So uh, we have we had the future of work, the future of education, the future of AI, the future of energy. And the next one is actually the future of mobility, which is a very stuff. hot topic. Yes, yes. So we will invite uh, a couple of people who are related to, for example, car industry. Uh, one one uh, thing is very interesting. Uh, we have invited the CEO of BYD. You know BYD? Yes, yes, I do. Yes. Many people might not know this because it's a Chinese electrical vehicle company. You know, And, I have um, to tell you, Christian, I, I just did a seminar in the south of France and on alter alternative sustainable business models. And I had two mm. Chinese participants and I had them bring me forward something that was going on new in their country and it was this BYD so now I know a little bit more about it great great <laughs> yeah so and apart from BYD of course um, I mean mobility is not only about cars uh, mobility uh, is everything which moves a person or also goods from A to B so it, it can be uh, it will be flying cars it will be drones uh, we also have actually one very interesting project right now which uh, we are supporting with PDAE which is a hypersonic jet uh, flying on hydrogen fuel actually wow this is um, yeah um, and we have um, we have people who build the ecosystem for the flying cars <clears throat> for the flying cars you need the flying cars itself but you also need Uh, Skyport and we have a startup called Skyport and they will build these Amazing. docking stations. Yeah. Amazing. So you can you can imagine the future and that's what it's about. Uh, it's I want to always uh, create a positive um, a positive uh, attitude and a, a positive um, how do how do you say this in, in English? Um, Yeah, we, 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 I mean, there are so many people in the world who only paint a negative and dystopian picture. But uh, if we think about the future, uh, we should think about something uh, which makes us dream about the future and, and one which makes us actually uh, feel an urge to realize uh, th this and with with optimism and with uh, with a more joyful attitude so i'm i i'm very aware and we of course we all have to be aware of all the problems we have on this planet uh, but so we want and if you look at the values of of our pdie group which are which you can read on the on the website Absolutely. um yeah so <laughs> Love and compassion are guiding <laughs> principles for, for, for people, for ourselves and also for people we work with. And uh, so we want to, um, if, we, if we try to solve problems from pain, pain perspective, uh, we, we also create, again, maybe pain. And um, we, we don't want to do this. We want to uh, go forward in, in an optimistic um, 
fashion. So yeah, that, that's 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 really little, good. That that's yeah. really good that you share that such a positive attitude. And we need that now, especially you know we just heard about the earthquake in Turkey yesterday. We have the war going yes. on in Ukraine. Uh, nobody talks about what's going on in Syria. There's also the earthquake also hit Syria, but it's so nice to have some positive news. So you're really bringing people together on some really important issues. And I can tell you like me, we'd like to make a difference. How is PDIE driving your agenda, your personal ambition for this planet to bring people forward? I really like what you're doing. And I have to just ask you if we can conclude this segment maybe on that note, please, Christian. Yeah, that, that's right. I mean, um, one one aspect uh, which which we are always looking for, I mean, is, is of course, the fabric of, of the people we are working with. And we really look at game changers. So, uh, and game changers are people who have a kind of an out of out of the box thinking and uh, we come to the next se segment uh, soon i think which is about yeah. the earthshot prize exactly and uh, we have proven that we have actually an eye for these game changers so Great. Um, in the beginning uh, we came out of nowhere basically mm -hmm. and now uh, we are the number one nominator worldwide for the for the earthshot prize and Fantastic. we have four finalists uh, in two years and two winners Wow. And uh, that Congratulations. somehow, th thank you, thank you so much. I mean, it, it's it's it was also surprising for ourselves, uh, but we actually we worked hard. So we work, we work hard, and we work with passion. So we we go ah, into that's depth. So important. That's so important. I have to stop you there because yes. you know, people that are not driven <laughs> by something by a purpose is good mm. but to be driven by passion and you know and again i'm going back to this course i just taught you know they said you know you have to choose between one well i don't think you do and i you're, you're proving my point meaning that you have a purpose but you're also driven by passion is that true christian <clears throat> yeah that that's that's very true actually so <laughs> and uh for, for me i mean for many people who have a kind of a, an eight to five job uh for them it's it's difficult to wake up in the morning but i cannot wait to wake up uh, so this morning for example Same i here. woke up at 4 4 30 and uh, i uh, i have ideas and i prepare breakfast for the family and so on and then uh, already my my brain is spinning and and yeah so that that it's it is really um it's great to do great things basically oh well, thank, thank you so much for that very inspiring first part. I mean, you really have to be inspired by something to get up at four or five o'clock in the morning. I'm like you, I must, <laughs> say, <laughs> I must say I'm like you, and I'll end the segment of this note. I think we're both driven by passion. I don't have an eight to five job or a nine to five or nine to six job. I'm an entrepreneur like you, you know, and we have to be motivated. And I can tell you, we are great examples for young people that would like to be an entrepreneur, you know, and when I go and do seminars and teach in different business schools, not many young people raise their hands, Christian, to tell us that they want to exactly. be an entrepreneur, right? Because it's hard yeah. work, but if you don't have a purpose and a passion, you know, uh, it's more difficult because you and I both have that in common. Let's end this first segment on that very positive note, and we'll go on to segment two, where we'll talk about the Earthshot Prize, all right?
All right. Thank you, Thank so, you much. so much. Thank you. segment two with Christian Schmitz. Christian, welcome back. Thank you. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, this is great to be talking with you. I was so inspired by the first part. So in the second segment, uh, Christian, we're going to talk about the Earthshot Prize and how you've nominated the brightest. But I have to ask you, weren't you just in Davos? Could you tell us a little bit about Davos? You were just in Davos, right? At the World Economic Forum. Hmm. Yeah, that, that's right. Actually, uh, it was the first time since 2020 uh, oh. that uh, I went to Davos. Last year, it was actually the Green Davos in May. That's right. Uh, because they, they shifted it a little bit uh, later. And last year, our partner from Berlin, uh, Jörg Geier, went because I, I couldn't go. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, this year it was a traditional January annual meeting and uh, I went, uh, it was earlier than usually, it started from the 16th of January right. and like you know it's, it's, it's uh, one week and yes. this year I had a, a good reason to go because um, we actually organized uh, an, an event where we uh, showcased uh, some of our game changers uh, which we had partly nominated for the Earthshot Prize. And uh, we did it together with the Altru Institute, the the Altru Institute from New York, um, and um, they had a space in Davos, and we brought uh, fourteen startups. Wow! Uh, and yeah, so we had uh, fourteen startups. Amazing! Uh, we called it um, Climate and Biodiversity Game Changers Showcase, uh, and. We had really amazing startups. Um, we had uh, a couple of biodiversity related startups. This was actually a great discussion also in Davos about biodiversity and how to... There are carbon credits, but now uh, recently they also create uh, biodiversity credits. That's great. So uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great trend now that you can shift capital into nature conservation. And we had one very interesting company from Suriname, uh, from South America. Okay. Uh, they do nature conservation and at the same time, uh, they produce cosmeceuticals. Have, have you heard the, the name cosmeceuticals? What is that? So it, <laughs> a mix of cosmetics and pharmaceuticals. So it, it's, it has healing effect and it's essential natural oil so, so it's, it's wild oils and and wow. now after davos actually i'm i'm helping them uh, to oh. to bring them uh, to in touch with japanese cosmetics companies like shiseido and, and so on wow the yeah. big companies the big names so let's yes. go back to your fantastic uh, you know record of nominating uh, the brightest and the best right because you're going to tell me a little about 44.01 please based in oman yeah so first of all um maybe we should explain the earthshot price uh, oh yes at, please please at, at please do that hmm. 
So the Earthshot Prize uh, is the most prestigious uh, environmental award on the planet, um, founded by Prince William and Sir David Attenborough in 2020, actually at the World Economic Forum, where oh. I was in 2020 also at the World Economic Forum, wow. but I didn't know about the, the Earthshot Prize you didn't. Uh, when I was there. Uh, so I was mentoring a startup and they asked us, uh, they had heard about the Osher Prize and they said, can you nominate us? And then uh, we reached out to the Osher Prize and then they came back to us because they saw our website and they asked us, uh, wouldn't you like to be an official nominator? Because we are, oh. we are looking for, for these people who actually nominate uh, solutions. Okay. And I said, Oh, oh, Prince William. Okay, why why not? So, uh, and, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that that was amazing. So, and basically, um, it it's it's really a, a great initiative uh, because it has five different categories. Okay. Fix the climate, clean our air, uh, protect and restore nature, revive the oceans, and build a waste-free world. So oh. that, that's the kind of circular economy Wonderful. part. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, it was exactly what PDIE Group is doing, basically, that, that we, we are looking at uh, different types of solutions and we are helping to accelerate these solutions and help them to scale into international markets. Uh, so we had a lot of ideas and then uh, because then we were also listed on the website of the Earthshot Prize. Amazing. People actually find us and they ask us uh, to be nominated. So it's it's both ways. Uh, we do so how research. is your selection process? Yeah, what is your selection process? Because you're obviously, yes. so you're an official nominator for the Earthshot Prize, but how, how do you select? I mean, there must be a lot of good ideas out there, right? Yeah, there are tons of good ideas um, and I think that uh, and there are actually 370 nominators worldwide from 67 countries. Okay. And uh, yeah, so in the first two years, there have been about 3000 nominations from from the nominators worldwide. Wow. And there are 15 finalists every year in five categories. So in each category, there are three finalists. And okay. in the first year, we had three finalists in three different categories and Amazing. one winner. Uh, oh, which was, fantastic. Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> That's wonderful. <laughs> this was uh, the, the company Enapta, uh, which is a, oh. a green hydrogen company. About uh, they produce electrolyzers for uh, hydrogen production. Wow. That, that was the first year. Um, and in the second year, like you just mentioned in the beginning, 44.01. Yes, 44.01. Tell us, about, 01, it. Hmm? Tell us yes. about it. Yes, yes. 44.01 is actually a company from Oman. And uh, the first thing people ask, what what is the meaning of 44.01? Yeah, what is and, it? Uh, <laughs> I was curious it's, too. It's actually, it's a molecular weight of co2 and um Aha. yeah now so, i understand better <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah ta uh, I, actually we did also an interview with talal hassan who is the founder of this company from oman um recently and uh, um, 
yeah it, it was very interesting how how we got to this because um we had nominated another person from from the us uh <laughs> phil michael weiner and phil michael weiner recommended us to actually also uh, talk to talal hassan and yeah. what what they are doing is is a highly scalable process to mineralize uh, co2 from yeah. direct air capture or from other uh, carbon capture uh, and there is a mineral called peridotite and the yes. peridotite usually a little bit deeper in the earth's crust like uh, 40 kilometers deep okay. but in oman uh, it comes up to the surface and in other parts of the world like australia and and so on uh, it also comes up to the surface and can utilize these kind of materials uh, these minerals and um, you can uh, do uh, huge amounts and they found a way to accelerate this mineralization process and uh, they can actually bind uh, huge amounts of CO2 into peridotite. And it's, it's, of course, not harmful for the environment. So, so how does it, it turns into a sort of rock or what, what is it, what happens once you, you know, you mix these two? So uh, mineralize, uh, how do you mineralize and, and is it like a rock formation afterwards? And then what do you do with that? Yes, it's it's like a rock uh, formation, and um, yeah, what what do you do? I mean, uh, can you build with it? Can you use it afterwards to do something with it? Is it useful for I don't know construction or decoration? I don't know. No, I don't think so. the The, the biggest uh, intention is to to um, basically get get rid of it, or not not get rid of it, but uh, to to bind it. To basically put back the the CO2, which is now in the atmosphere, into uh, mineralization. But uh, I might be wrong. So I, <laughs> I um, that's also. I mean, we are, we have been looking into 350 different solutions, and um, I don't know every single solution up to the very detail. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> But, but th uh, this is very good, though, yes. right? Because I just wanted to briefly talk about it. Um, because the, first of all, the Earthshot Prize, you told us what it was, and many of our listeners maybe didn't know about it. And second of all, yes. you're one of the official nominators, and you have been nominating very successfully. Um, to our audience out there, should they contact PDIE if they're interested in, you know, being or contributing some ideas? Perhaps should we, you know, say a shout out to maybe if you're you know, you have new ideas for these, how many segments or how many categories? Five, right? Five, five categories. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so there are selection criteria. Um, the this, this three main criteria is that uh, it should be um, highly scalable. Uh, okay. It should be um, uh, simple, but based on evidence. Um, so simple to understand and based based on evidence, and sure. it should be um, audacious so that that people can see that. And then you have a lot of other sub criteria. For example, what they what we always look into is to have a diverse team um, right. and diverse in gender, diverse in geographies, also internationally scalable and uh, that 
the solution also has a social impact, not not only the environmental impact, That's but correct. ideally it has also a social impact. And um, yeah, so I mean, there, there are a lot of more criteria which uh, I could talk about, but that's basically in a nutshell what it's about well, and we, we look we always uh, we always talk to uh, to the founders of the company uh, because we are interested in building relationship uh, with each of the company companies and um we uh, we that that way we build also the portfolio because like I said, 3,000 nominations and 15 finalists only per year. But it doesn't mean that the others are bad. Uh, the, no. There are so many brilliant ideas. Of course. And uh, our idea is that uh, we want to broaden this a little bit and we want to work with uh, with yeah with, with the, the ones which we really like and uh, which we can help to scale further. Yeah, that's terrific. Well, you know what? We're going to end on that note because then maybe we can take some solutions then to Africa. We're going to talk about the Four Reps African Summit in the next segment. All right, Christian, thank you so much. That was All right. so interesting. I learned an awful lot, as I always do when I talk to my guests. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. we come to the final segment with Christian Schmitz. Christian, welcome back in seg segment three. Thank you very much. All right. So now we come to the final final segment. And really for me, as I talk to you, I'd learn more about you and how things are connected and what you're doing in this very positive uh, and making a difference environment, right? And, you know, identifying game changers, uh, and really putting people out there that have real talent and are able to make a scalable difference, I've learned. So now I would like you to talk to me about the Four Revs Africa Summit in April coming up. I believe it's the 25th, 26th, and 27th. Is that correct? Of April, exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So what can you tell us about what PDI, how PDIE is working with Four Revs and what are the main objectives of this summit, Christian? <clears throat> Great. So, first of all, I mean, four revs uh, stands for four revolutions. Okay. And these are the four revolutions, four survival challenges, basically, which we need to solve in this generation mm -hmm. until 2050, basically. And wow. this is food, water, resources, and energy. So, it's actually very similar to our four core target areas which we have defined also for the PDIE group mm -hmm. and um, we have uh, and I also talked about uh, radical collaboration uh, and collaboration was one of the key topics at the World Economic Forum this year um, so we we would we have a lot of partnerships worldwide Four Refs is one of the more intimate and closer partnerships uh, because uh, it comes also from a, from a long-term friendship with oh, Peter I'm David not. Patterson. Yeah, so Peter David Patterson is is a Danish uh, 
person had he has been living even longer than myself in Japan. Oh, and um, he uh, he created this uh, organization called Nellis, which is Next Generation Leaders in Sustainability. It's also a global uh, um, organization on all the six continents, basically. And uh, then he created the Four Refs Movement, uh, which builds an ecosystem containing also 27 large Japanese corporations. Uh, many people might know some Japanese names like Panasonic, Hitachi, yeah. um, and, and so on. So these, these kind of large uh, Japanese corporations are uh, supporting the movement. Fantastic. And uh, we are aiming to build a global innovation center in Tokyo uh, wow. together. The PDAE group uh, has done uh, some significant work uh, in sustainable cities, basically. Wow. And uh, yeah, so the future of uh, human settlements uh, and human civilization, th this is one of our key topics, actually. Mm. Um, and this is what we also want to deal with because that's ideal for solving these uh, four uh, challenges. I agree. That's a very good way to look at it from the city perspective. So just the main, you know, uh, first of all, you'll, it'll take place in Kenya, correct? Exactly. And, and you're going to really yeah. talk about these main challenges, right? Tell us a little bit more what, what you have uh, and why now? Uh, and, you know, how did you get so inspired? Obviously, you have your Danish and, you know, uh, Christian, uh, this comes also when we, you know, link ourselves up with people that have, have same purposes as we do, correct? It's a friendship that starts that grows into something else. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that I think it's very important. Um, and uh, that uh, you can really, I mean, trust is always uh, some, oh, yeah. some very important uh, factor. And uh, so we have a 100% trust relationship. And, so um, and it, it's really important that we, we surround ourselves with people we can really trust. And exactly. um, yeah, so that, that's Peter David Patterson is, is really a, a wonderful person as well. Mm -hmm. And um, why Africa? Um, of course, uh, maybe everybody might have an answer to this question. And the answer is, of course, uh, partly because we expect most of the population growth in Africa. And we also have uh, a lot of chances, but a lot of risks as well in Africa uh, because of this explosive uh, population growth. And um, on the other hand, we can see that there is a chance for leapfrogging, you know, that uh, they can, they don't need to make the same mistakes like we did uh, yeah. during the industrial industrialization. So we can uh, basically help them to leapfrog this uh, industrial age. And um, there are uh, several solutions which we are already working with, which we will showcase and feature in this uh, Africa summit in Kenya. And um, for example, uh, there's a company from Israel called Ignite, uh, which we also nominated for the Earthshot Prize. Wow. Uh, they do fantastic work. Um, they basically electrify uh, remote villages and uh, with, with uh, solar panels. And then out of the solar panels, uh, they, they 
all of a sudden these people can uh, work at night because they have then uh, light and sure. then they can also um, use irrigation systems which are um, using electricity um, and there's another company called Hello Tractor. It's kind of an Airbnb. I know them. System. I know them. Uh, you know, I met you them know in them. Washington. Oh. Yes, I met them in Washington. Okay. How about that? <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Great. So you know Jehiel? Jehiel? Yes, I met him. Yes. yes. That's fantastic. Great. Hello Tractor, he's yeah. going. That's great. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, so the, I mean, um, from different African countries, we have uh, different solutions and uh, the, you know, there is a lot of uh, cooking with charcoal. Uh, yeah. They use charcoal, and uh, this is a big problem because, uh, in, for example, in Uganda, uh, they lost 30% of the forestation because oh. they'd go into the forest and cut, cut the trees there. So, the new solution, which is called Kijani Forestry, for example, they uh, teach the farmers and they give the farmers income so it has a social impact and Great. at the same time um they get, they uh, create they solve the problem because they teach them to to um, grow these um tree plantations of specific trees which uh, can be harvested in uh, i don't know five to ten years i think and then they make charcoal from these trees and they don't need to cut the trees from the forest Oh, that's great that's great and this this company is also expanding to kenya so it, it's an ideal um ideal um speaker for for the event uh, in kenya as well great can you give us a little uh, bit of background speaking of speakers do you so you have yes. some of these fabulous you know maybe earthshot prize winners or nominations that maybe will they be there as well to contribute their very you know revolutionary ideas Yes, uh, so the, there are several objectives uh, for running the summit in Kenya. And um, one is, for example, also this uh, Omla. Omla is one million leaders in Africa. One million leaders in Africa. So there is, is a program uh, which, which creates uh, new sustainable leaders in, in African countries and inspiring them by uh, giving them uh, interesting examples and having uh, small programs which are run in the different countries by ambassadors. Um, this is something, uh, and there, there's also an app which, which was produced for the OML, the One Million Leaders program. Uh, then we, we have, I mean, one thing is of course that we want to create solutions, but then uh, we also have to think about uh, policy making and uh, about how, for example, uh, our developed world can support uh, Africa, not in a in this typical colonial uh, way, but uh, more in a kind of supportive way and a way which then also creates really um, uh, a flourishing ecosystem. I mean, uh, the contrary to that would be, um, for example, uh, I don't want to, um, I don't want to say something negative about China, but but if you look at the way China is acting in Africa, sometimes they come, they bring their own people, they build right. something, and then they leave, 
they leave. And they, they haven't trained employment. They ha- yeah. yeah. They don't train or they don't hire locals. Yeah, yeah. That's and fame. this see, mm. seems to be a, a problem. Yeah. So uh, we want to work uh, with with different organizations. Uh, so there's also a UN organization involved, and um, right. I, I'm speaking to the uh, Westerwelle Foundation in Germany. Uh, you know, Guido Westerwelle has been a, a politician in Germany, and yes, yes. he died at the age of 52, and he left the foundation. I know the chairman of this foundation, so yeah. That's terrific. That's terrific. So you have some great uh, ideas. You have some wonderful support, if I understand that. And so what's your prognosis as we finish up this segment, uh, Christian? Can yes. we see some of these problems solved in, or is it not going to take until 2050? Like everybody has this 2050, you know, on the on the calendar. Uh, what can we solve? What are the, the maybe the short-term goals maybe behind the summit and maybe if I can wrap up with PDIE. Uh, what are you hoping to solve first? What do you think is the most urgent? I liked your idea of cities because as the former director of environment of a city, you can do a lot yeah. in a city with mm. the people. You can really you know, create a, a real ecosystem, like you say. Let, let's close on your, your, you know, your ambitions, should we say short-term ambitions, please. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean... Um, <laughs> It's it's a it's really a, a great question um, and uh, it's not easy to answer, of course. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but but um, if you look at the greatest challenges um, and also where the biggest amount of of um, problems come from, uh, it is the extractive economy and and. Yes. Uh, burning fossil fuels basically so we need to uh, we need to quickly transition our energy system and uh, we need to avoid that uh, Africa makes the same mistakes like we did in the industrial age uh, this is one of, of the big challenges which we need to solve and which we can solve um, and then uh, the other thing is also that uh, Yeah, there all these social issues which which are interrelated uh, also yes. with, with the environmental problems that um, how to how to help um, people in Africa to to develop um, more and entrepreneurial ecosystems and um, to help them with with a lot of uh, interesting, ideas on the one hand side and on the other hand connecting the different ecosystems we we are of course um, one organization and not the only organization doing something uh, but if again uh, different people can collaborate uh, successfully then i think um, yeah we we can we can uh, be very optimistic uh, And we have optimistic examples. Rwanda is, is a country, for example, which uh, is is always mentioned as a model case. Wow. Well, we have so much inspiration from what you're doing. It's a call to action, I would say, would you, Christian? You're calling to action those partners, those people that are interested in doing good, doing something positive. And I want to thank you so much for your time today. It's been so inspiring. Thank you. 
Thank you very much. I'm looking forward to see also the result or hear yes. the result actually. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you. Thank you.